Hello. I'm still Michael Lobo. It's just because the Human Experience Podcast. This is episode 172. This was recorded December... When the shit was it recorded? (laughs) Can I do it? Yeah, I'm waiting. This was recorded December 18th, 2022. Today is March 15th, 2023. And this episode, I had my wife, Serena, and my two brothers, Jeremiah and Chris. What is that? That was you. Yeah. All right, well, since you all don't want to talk... We fantasy drafted the year 2022. So we each picked a news story that stood out to us. Um, we each picked a TV show, season, a movie, a music artist, and a song. What is that, baby? Uh oh, here she goes. So, fantasy draft style. We get into it. That's about it. You want to say, Cod? Do you want to say, no? What? What is it? No, don't try to eat it. You talk into it. Do you want to say anything else before we go? We're currently... Oh, that's what you want to say. That's Toddy Lobo. We have Kid Lobo. Kid Lobo and Toddy Lobo. Why are you standing on a chair? What? What should we say? That's not even words. We're on spring break. Stop swinging at the mic, girl. Good job, Toddy Lobo and Kid Lobo. Where's my phone at a time like this? I'm going to go. No. I'll see you all later. No. Enjoy the episode. Can you tell the people to enjoy the episode? Enjoy the episode. Oh, thank goodness. 30 minutes later. I love you so much. <laughs> oh, gosh. Maybe <laughs> I won't be able to use any of this. You're gonna have to excuse me. That's fine. If I have to blow my shit. I have to blow my shit. Hi guys. Hi to see. Hi to see. Long long time no see. Yeah. <laughs> hey. So your number one movie is <laughs> It has changed. Has it really? Did you watch yeah. something? What did you watch? Mm-hmm. Avatar. Nice. What's Avatar? I'm just kidding. Is that out in something in the movies? Yeah, it's, it's, no, it's, out it, it, it's not Inside Out. Inside Out. <laughs> what year are we doing? <laughs> Prophetic. What? Never mind. We're we don't have to do this. Sorry, so, Dynasty. For so we're just making it a podcast between you, me, and Serena, right? Yeah, yeah. We're just, <laughs> we're gonna do top ten movies again. Just uh... 
Okay, y'all, listen. I have been sick for the past week, and I'm going to ask that. Okay, I'm back. I may need, stuff may need to come out of my body. <laughs> and so um, I may pause or, uh, what the fuck, mute us because there's nowhere in the house that I can do okay. what I need to do without you hearing it through the microphone. Or when you need to go, we all go. Uh huh. And so that it's surround sound. Ah. Like that. Okay. Oh, no, not that kind of sick. I'm not like soupy poopy sick. I'm um, sinus infection, like oh. coughing. I don't know. You said something come out of your body. <laughs> it's just, oh, it's, it's, it's everything. The everything lower right. half. Oh, no, no. It's the lower half. Uh, That's today. It's every other day. Uh, how are you New doing? New baby? <laughs> well, no. I, I cut it. I cut, I got a thing. I got the vasectomy done. Mm-hmm. Blink twice if it's new baby. No, it is not new baby. <laughs> it's not my new baby then if there is new baby. I'm uh, talking to Jeremiah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> new baby who dis? Reindeer. Rudolph. <laughs> what is, yeah, what is happening over there, Jeremiah? I am Rudolph. Rendell's reindeer. Have you heard the song? <laughs> Only the DMX version. <laughs> ah, oh my god! Yeah. Um. So thanks for doing this. We're gonna fantasy draft the year 2022. Our Lord Lady Gaga. I think we start a new story, a song, music artist, TV show, and then a movie. So. We're going to all take turns um, and it's fantasy draft. So if Chris picks something, uh, none of us can pick it. It goes in a snake. So whoever goes fourth will go first in the second round and it goes in reverse. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah, haven't you done a few of these? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rudolph. <laughs> also the song Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was not released this year. So don't think about picking that song. Unless there was a remix, I guess that'd be fine. Chris, because you've saved my butt twice in two days, uh, you get to choose the order. Mm-hmm. I will go first since the news article I am least prepared for. Cool. <laughs> you just go on CNN. Wait, what was the what was the word? news story? Is okay. Song, music artist, TV, and then movie. Okay. So then, who's after you, Chris? And then we'll go Serena. And then we'll go Jeremiah, and then we'll finish out with Michael. Cool. Chris, Rena, Jeremiah, me. Okay. What is your news story that stuck um, out to you this year? Since I heard about this topic 30 minutes ago, <laughs> I didn't have much time to think of my options. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one news article that really stuck out to me this year was, you know, very recent. It was the unfortunate passing of the DJ Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um for those that don't know, he is the DJ on the Ellen Show. He started his career on So You Think You Can Dance as mm-hmm. a hip hop slash break dancer. So on a kind of personal note, like I really enjoy the show. Um, I've been watching it ever since it first uh, came out in like the early two thousands. So I know who Twitch is. I've seen his audition. I've seen his you know him perform. I've seen him come back for an All Star season for to be a judge. So he's been part of the So You Think You Can Dance family for ever since he came on in season four he's always been one of my favorite performers just because of 
how good he is and you know with the articulation of his moves to how he treats his partners to how he interacts with the other cast and crew he's always been a favorite of mine so it's always like oh it switches on my tv awesome like let me tune in and you know let me see a little bit more of what's going on so on the personal side like it sucks when we see you know people that i don't want to say we grew up with but like you know i've been seeing on my on my tv for like 15 years so that sucked and then from a professional side i am a therapist so i do see a lot of mm-hmm. suicidal ideation, homicidal ideation, um, way more often than I would like, obviously. I'm fortunate enough that there are people out there that you know are trying to get these folks out of this really dark and heavy spot because, you know, we've known people personally, you know, the four of us that go through these sorts of things and are fighting this battle every single day. And yeah. unfortunately, not everybody wins. As much as we want them to, sometimes it just gets so um, difficult for their perspectives and their their lives that this is the the last option. So it is really unfortunate that it had to be through suicide, um, and it also sparked a, a sparked a family conversation. Just because there's a lot of people saying, "Oh, is it selfish to leave the kids behind?" Mm. or "Is it you know we don't know what he's going through?" You know, there's gonna be a bunch of different answers. Not all of them are right. Not all of them are wrong. I kind of look at it as we can't invalidate someone's experience just because it's not that bad for us or just because we're able to deal with it doesn't mean that everybody else can. And so it does give you an idea to try and empathize with other people, even though full empathy is near impossible. But I think it's definitely an eye opener for a lot of people to, you know, one, look after yourself, look after your loved ones, but not jump so quickly to these accusations you know Mm -hmm. when this topic comes up that was um it's always interesting when something like this happens to a public figure and then social media blows up with everyone's opinions which is what you were saying with uh it was selfish or then you get the other side right of um people who are more empathetic i would say to that situation um that's great. Y'all had a conversation about it. I know Serena checks in with me because uh, I've had those experiences. Um, she'll check in with me every every other year. No, um, every <laughs> uh, you know every few weeks just to get like a, a mental check and uh, and I I do my best to be honest because um, I I mean I am honest. I'm just wow. Why you should y'all see that? <laughs> The screen goes black. <laughs> <laughs> no smile. And this, and um, this is why people have. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm honest with my wife. I love her very much. Okay. I don't know if anyone else wants to share. We're thoughts, honest but... with your wife too, because if not, she'll stab us. Yeah. She will <laughs> okay. find all of you. Come across state lines. <laughs> yeah. I, I, still still have, I, still, I still have a dent in my back from when she threw a marker at me. <laughs> See, oh, you did do that to him. God, I'm so sorry. Wow. God damn it. I love you, Serena. <laughs> I love you. You know I love you, and that's why I do the things I do. That's it's not okay. That's not okay. <laughs> okay, well, um, uh... no. I am really sorry about that, though, Chris. Wow. <laughs> I also keep apologizing to Ivan because he'll still bring up. <laughs> When you hit him in the face with a marker, <laughs> at least it wasn't your face, Chris. I think, right? It was the moral of that story. Yeah. Um, 
this had come up, this suicide, the topic of suicide had come up some time ago, right? With um, an organization uh, that you're all very familiar with. And so, you know, and there was some, some blame mm. that was put unfairly on, you know, some, some individuals or perhaps some actions or choices. And I mean, here's the thing, like you, you don't know someone's story. It's not anyone else's fault. It's not even that person's fault. It's just something, right? And everyone just kept saying like, you know, he just celebrated his grandpa's birthday and he just celebrated his anniversary with his wife. And, you know, he looks so happy in the last post he put or whatever, right? And I think sometimes we have like social media that it's a cultivated personality, right? Like, you know, you may know something about someone and it's not anything of what they show on social media because it's who they want to show, right? They want to show that facade or that happy person. And perhaps they are happy in some respects, but maybe in others, it's just, it's no one's fault at all. And it's not something that should be taken lightly. And I agree. Check in on on your people. Mm -hmm. My story? Yeah. Your new story. So mine is the overturning of Roe v. Wade because it's bullshit. Uh-huh. One, no uterus, no opinion is a stance I like to take because if the roles were turned, and it, that, that, that's such a, like a, a, a shallow argument as well, but there are no laws that I can think of about men's bodies. No. It's really unfortunate and it's really sad i believe that the abortion that i got when i was younger much younger saved my life because i was in a relationship um that was abusive and i could not fathom having a child with somebody that i had to have that connection with and then on top of that if like for some reason i was taken to court and i had to fight for like the kid that i had to keep like I just I can't I keep replaying all of these different scenarios and then there's so much that just keeps coming up about young girls trying to secretly message right to get um access and and then getting those messages um not public requests but like used as evidence against them to indict them like it's just it's brutal and it's awful and we are not in a political landscape where a whole lot will be done in Arizona right now. Yeah, it is what it is and it's awful. And um, that's the biggest one that I think uh, stands out to me this year, but not in a good way, obviously. Yeah. I know uh, like for me, now that we have a daughter, I mean, not that can't, have a baby with another person but the idea that that she wouldn't have a choice for it for what our daughter could do with her body if if something were to happen and yeah the stories of of young girls who are like 12 13 who who were raped and they're being forced to keep the baby because they're saying they're not old enough to decide to get an abortion but you're saying they're old enough to keep the baby and to like, care yeah. for that and to care for the like it doesn't make sense they and don't so, even have a driver's license yet and they are they can't vote they can't yeah. drink or 
they can't do anything that would legally qualify you as an adult. And you are saying that they are adult enough to carry to term a child uh-huh. and then provide <clears throat> with that child. And it's a vicious cycle that disproportionately per- affects, you know, communities of color and it's shit. It's awful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jeremiah, what is your, I can't take you with these ears. <laughs> yeah go ahead what's your new story okay god i had one but i i want to change it now because we're going a little bit like (laughs) just dark and i'm like i don't want to bring some light to it and so yeah you can't talk so i don't know what she's saying (laughs) you could do whatever you want wait for me i know um he's gonna he's gonna make it fun now because he had one and now he's changing it did I take yours? Right, because I th- I just thought I was like, God damn it! Like this is so depressing. Like it thinking about our, our first two topics is it, suicide and uh, yeah. abortion rights. Right, I was yeah. just like I was like, oh, and so I've, I so <sighs> the other one is a recent one, and um, I didn't even know this was happening because um, <gasps> I thought usually like you get some kind of like notice or any something like that. I don't know, but Janet Jackson announced her. 2023 tour oh, yeah. and i was just like yes <laughs> <God>. <laughs> like headlines and i was like no this ain't real this ain't real <laughs> isn't she touring with ludicrous mm-hmm. yes and i love ludicrous i do too i do too <laughs> so we're all yes. going is what chris is gonna come yes yes <laughs> no we may have to go there Okay, She's trying to do uh, June 7th here in Phoenix um, wow. at an amphitheater outside. I was like, outside? Uh, she will die. Isn't she like 78? Hmm. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm so sorry. Let me, fa- Thanks, let me everybody. fact check that. <laughs> yeah, you, Chris, you be the fact checker <laughs> on all these. No, and the age has nothing to do with it. She will die Yeah. in June. Right. Yeah. Like, I. Yeah. Like what? She's fifty six. Oh, She's been lightly snoring over here. Um, oh. You are excited. Do you do you want to say anything else about the it's tour? A- so it's the news. tour is um it's together again, and I was just like, oh okay. So like I'm just curious because I went to oh, was it her last one or the one before that? I went to one. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm just curious of like, oh, yeah. is she uh, doing new songs? Or is she's doing like um a lot of her older songs? Because the the title is like one of her so- her old songs, mm-hmm. but I wonder if like she's gonna put out new music too. Hopefully both. That's what I was wondering and yeah. hoping. It's pretty. But nice. you're gonna watch her regardless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> of course. She's um, a legend. <laughs> all right. So my new story is definitely not as yeah. serious or heavy as the first two. It's not as fun as what Jeremiah has just brought to the table. Um, I'm picking this one because I found the the conversation around this event that happened was super interesting. And I wanted to do a podcast episode about it at the time. I wanted to so bad. And um, I think life, like I just couldn't put together the people or find the time uh, when it happened. And to even hear like months later how where people stand on it is super interesting to me. And I love talking to people about it because it 
you could unpack it so many different ways. But on March 27th, Will Smith smacked the shit out of Chris Rock. We were yeah, watching. He left some fresh prints. He left some on his okay. face. Nice. That was nice. How long have you been waiting to say that? Have you been saying that? Since March 27th. Because <laughs> <laughs> if only I had a platform to say this. <laughs> we were watching the Oscars and it yeah. happened. Live. And like we were watching it. Live. On TV. And it, Chris Rock makes the joke, whether you agree it was, if it was a joke or not, it was something. And this bit, this bit our son just woke up. What? Go mm-hmm. beat him. No, um, he... Chris Rock smack <laughs> Will Smith smack him. So yeah, so Will Smith walked up on stage and smacked Chris Rock. And the huge conversation of, on one side, Chris Rock should not have made this joke, protect Black women. And then on the other side, it's like, Will Smith went too far. You had some people in the middle. People were throwing race and gender and all this stuff, trauma into it. And it was just super interesting to hear everyone's takes on it. So that really stuck with me. And it's still, I find it fascinating what happened. You know, not the the shit or trauma that happened for those people personally, but just the conversation people on social media and, and people I know personally, I know, uh, uh, Jeremiah, I, th- I think you came up to me at work and you didn't even fully say it. You just said, Hey, did you hear what happened? Which who, who was right? And, or like, which side am I on? And yeah, like you were taking a survey or something. I, I was. <laughs> and, uh, just to, yeah, it was surprising to see where some people fell and then other people, it was, it was not surprising. You're like, okay, I see why you, I, that doesn't surprise me why you thought that. We that was a really interesting story. Yeah. And I, I think I agree with you. There were so many different sides. So it wasn't just like, do you side with this side? Do you side with this side? There were so many different sides where it's like, there was people backing Will up. There was people who was backing Chris Rock up. There was people who, like you said, in the middle. There was people that was um, attacking Jada. Because mm. they were saying that she was manipulating him with all the stuff that she was doing you know for the entanglement and stuff like that and got him you know going crazy and then come to find out um august uh yeah. uh is um i'm guessing gay or bisexual i don't know but he came out he has oh, a boyfriend fun. and i was just like oh, oh okay I, I thought they did though i thought they did have a thing they did have a thing uh, oh. they just recently came out i guess oh well. yeah. i see oh never mind i'm confused i I see what you're saying. Okay. Good. You're good. Came out of closet. No, I know. I when you said that people were blaming Jada is Oh. Where I was like, well, wait a second, but that did happen. But never mind. I get what you're saying. Like why? Oh, yeah. There were I there was it was weird because there were so many people that were like anti Jada uh-huh. because she was the cause of what he did. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, God damn it. I'm like it, and like you said, and it was a story that started to one place, and it just kept multiplying. Yeah. yeah, and like over the time, I would hear different things, and I was yeah. just like, "God damn it!" Then there were some people who who thought it was fake. Like mm-hmm. to this day, they're like, oh, "Yes, that that's not real." It was a it was a stunt. Yeah, yeah, a, but a publicity I, stunt. I, yeah, yeah, very interesting, very weird. Okay, yeah, for me, so I felt like the joke itself cross the line maybe like two steps cross the line and then will smith 
really crossed the line. <laughs> and, you know, I'm all about like defending your person and, you know, standing up for them. But there's a time and place. One, what I try to do, what I try to teach my clients to do is respond versus react. And I think when we hear react, it's a big fiasco. It's often something that doesn't need to get that drawn out. Um, but a respond is more of like, hey, I didn't appreciate that. You know, could you say that for next time? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I feel about it is Chris Rock responded very well, getting slapped. Oh, Will yeah. Smith reacted very poorly to the jokes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very big thing. Well, I mean, it's a great thing to teach, you know, the younger generation of like, hey, when in the situation, what's the what are some other things we can do? Right. It's a great teaching moment. But at the same time, it's, you know, I used to look up to Will Smith. He was such a huge person in my household. So I'm like, okay, he crossed the line with this one for sure. So it's hard to see him in the same light just because I know that it's there, but that's me as a person, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a, I don't know how much I can trust you and vouch for you and all that stuff. Yeah, you know, I'm really happy that with, okay, even though Chris Rock may have gone over line with the joke, he responded very well to getting smacked on live TV. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, I, I really applaud him for that, you know, despite what my views on the joke were. And to be fair, though, I don't think the joke was specifically about her struggle with alopecia. She was wearing mm-hmm. a knee green. Exactly. She had a bald head. And so it was and looks gorgeous. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah G.I. Jane, from what I've seen, I haven't seen the movies, but I mean, it's she's like the hero, right? She's a badass and she's whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I... I don't know, like sometimes, you know, you, I don't know how close of a relationship they had, but they're both pretty big names in Hollywood. And I would imagine that like they had some, from what I saw, at least, and maybe this is wrong, but they had some semblance of a friendship and like connection, right? Yeah. Um, or at least had some same circles or what have you. A part of it is like, one, I don't think it was a, a direct attack on the, on her having alopecia. But mm-hmm. so many people took it that way and then yeah. like ascribed their own narrative to it. Um, when people started blaming her, I mean, people blame women for a lot of things and like fault the women for a lot of things. I think we witnessed like a, a mental health crisis. I think there's a lot to the story that we don't know. And it's it was really sad and he can't take it back. And I think... He probably wishes he could because it affected so many. It just had so many ripples after, mm-hmm. right? And he did what he thought was best in the moment and how he wanted to cope in the moment. And he's human. Like, I mean, it's I'm not on his side. Chris Rock had a job to do, and their job is to tell stupid jokes, you know, and entertain some, and entertain sometimes at people's expense. And she wasn't singled out by any means. He did that with other people. I just think it was a really unfortunate, like, event that happened. Mm-hmm. And, and I, well, I think it's interesting. I like that you said that, Serena, because when I think about it, I always find it interesting because I, when I think about the situation and I'm like, but Will Smith, you're, you started off as a comedian, like you were mm-hmm. a, a comedian actor. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's just like, it, it's the irony of having a comedian someone who does a lot of uh you know movies that involves uh you know funny laughs and talking about people and stuff like that like you said and i like that you brought up that mental health because 
to me, it just didn't make sense coming from, it's like you're slapping yourself. Yeah, and you, you know the you, game? You've like, said you've gone so many through all these award shows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you, and you've done the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I do, I agree with that. Like that, I think it's that mental health. See, it's so good. And there's still more, but we have right? to talk about other stuff. <laughs> uh, one more thing. He won the award after. Oh, and that was the other part I had a problem I, with. I think that was my personal biggest problem with was he kind of was like, I you did it for, for love. love. I do it for family. And I go, no, don't do that. Don't yeah. No, no, no. Don't Not say okay. it. No, don't no, do no. that. Don't tie it to even though don't condone I think, this. I believe the William sisters, sisters or the dad was like, Nope, I never put my hands on people uh yeah. for for to initiate. But mm-hmm. um to move on. Oh, song. Okay. I would like to read you a couple lines from a song this year that affected me personally. I hope we're ready. <clears throat> okay. It's corn, a big lump with knobs. It has the juice. It has the juice. I can't imagine a more beautiful thing. It's corn. I can tell you all about it. I mean, look at this thing. When I tried it with butter, everything changed. Do you guys know this song? (gasps) Is it on Coco Melon? It is not. So... This what kid, uh, Wait, recess? recess therapy. So this dude goes around interviewing kids, and it's cute because <laughs> it they're kids and it's they're cute. And so this one kid is just going on about corn. He loves corn, <laughs> and he's cute because he's like, I love corn. It's there's uh, like news stories about him. You could probably look. Yeah, it up. it's fucking amazing. Um, I mean, he doesn't cuss. And this <laughs> musician on YouTube remixed the interview into a song, and he could he put a beat to it. <laughs> And it's a really good song. It's a really good song. And I don't know, Chris, if I did this in class when you were there as a worker, not a a kid. Um, <laughs> but Jeremiah, definitely when I would go for the corn, yeah. And I've done it for years. Right. And parents will be like, what does that mean? Yeah. What is the corn? Now I have a song. <laughs> I could be like, listen to the song. And so the song is this kid just expressing his love about corn uh it's a knob uh he tried it with butter and everything changed and it, it's just so it's a beautiful how how kids look at the world and it's just genuine pure joy for love of corn <laughs> um i will yeah. send it to you i i definitely recommend watching the interview first yeah it's that <laughs> much better and then hear how they put the song together yeah. Um, and then the the music artist he put on Spotify. So, and he said, either all the all the money or a percentage of the money goes to the kid because it's. I mean, it's him. Like it, he shouldn't yeah. take credit for it. So, uh, mm-hmm. it's corn by Recess Therapy. I believe is how you would be able to find it. <laughs> Jeremiah, what song stuck out to you this year? I'm gonna go with a recent song. Off us is a album Ooh. conceited. All right. Why? Well, for starters, um, I don't know if you've heard her before. Yeah. Have you heard her music before? Yeah. Okay. I I love her writing and I love the way she writes stuff. It's almost like she's speaking it. And a lot of times, even like her when she names her song, her song, you know how like when you 
you're like, oh, this is the name of the song. And you're like, you could tell because it's like constantly being said mm -hmm. in the song. A lot of her songs don't, that's not always the case. And so I love that about that, about her. And the song Conceited, it's just for me, the way like I took it, like it's, I took it more of um, being proud of who you are mm. and like what you have and like being conceited, but taking that word and not thinking it, it in a negative way. Mm. And being like, I don't have no guilt for what I did or how I do or who I am and stuff like that. I was like, oh, yes, for this song. It was something that I feel like I needed to hear. And mm -hmm. so it was the song of the year. Cool. Is it more of in the, the vibe of like, oh, being proud of your accolades? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that yourself. Because um, a lot of times I think what, you know, we deal with just everybody even things that we can't change, but what we do is we try to do things to change who we are because mm -hmm. we may not like it, but we're saying that, you know what, I'm doing this because I, I don't feel guilty about it. I'm conceited. That's so, yeah. awesome. And I love the the taking off the negative connotation of being conceited, mm -hmm. where it's like, yeah, I, I am. So it, and in, in a positive way. Mm -hmm. um, I love her voice. Oh, I love her. It took me a while to get into her. I had to listen Did to it. it. it I had to, yeah, listening to it first, I thought, nah, this isn't going to work. So I'm sorry, everybody. I didn't know that. Yeah. Learn something. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I'm very late to the SZA game. So I, I am looking forward to listening to it this time. The, Is the it because you really like Dwayne Johnson? Because Rock beats SZA? Wow. Oh, <laughs> On a roll. Is that what you call it? I think. <laughs> I think they're slam dunks. <laughs> oh my goodness! The encouragement. <laughs> Stop it, Serena. <laughs> you may proceed. So then we found out that Will Smith had a lot of <laughs> issues. Just going to turn into that podcast, so we could stop it. Uh, Serena, what was your? I don't song? know. If you oh, go ahead. <laughs> I would say listen to like lyrics more for her. I think that's her what finally to me. That's what finally got me into her was I listened to what she was singing mm -hmm. versus uh, just yeah. sort of the okay. melody of her voice and the music because that wasn't catching me. Yeah, yet. but once I heard what she was saying and connected with that, then I was into the music and the flow of how she delivers a line. I'm actually I like surprised that. I like her voice. I don't. Think I like any. I was surprised too when you said it, Serena. A voice that I typically don't <laughs> like. I would rather punch myself in the face. But I really like. I really like her tone. I, mean, I sound like I'm on the voice. Mira, um, you're better than Camille. <laughs> Chris watches the voice. Oh yeah, fuck the voice we were, now. Okay. Oh, that, that's the next podcast. Mm. That's oh mm. man. Oh, God. Mm. I'm it's... so disappointed. I was in. I was in. And I don't watch shit like that. Like, I never fucking watch it. I got her into it. I was like, hey, let's just check yeah. this out. It's yeah. on. Oh, I was fucking Omar down. Jose Car Cardona. Uh -huh. So I have a theory about that. Okay, let's not go into it now. What was I saying? Wow. I like Sizz's songs, too. Yeah, I like her, I like her lyrics. <laughs> the tone of voice. To, <laughs> the tone of, tone of voice. voice. But I have to look. But it's the tone of voice always that I like and the beat. And I liked Sizz's songs because I could drive to them. They reminded mm. me almost... Yeah. Of like Erica Badu songs where like 
you just chill and drive. Like you don't dance. It doesn't have like a dance beat. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and then I started looking up her yep. lyrics and her songs and I really like her. Okay. That was all I wanted to say. Sorry. Yeah. Do you have a song? For oh, I do this have a song. Year? My song is To Be Loved by Lizzo. It is <sighs> probably like my favorite Lizzo song. I cannot, one, it was the beat. Like I cannot help but just dance. Like I am shaking my head and my shoulders and dancing oh shit our son is dancing and I do Michael already said his name I did I yeah Today? yeah, yeah in, on this podcast uh, damn it oh well you can edit I, it I try edit edit it I I totally can beep it beep, boop. yeah beep over it beep boop boop go ahead keep going <laughs> to be loved yeah so I love Lizzo anyway but when I heard this song, I was like, this song is cute as hell. And then I like heard the lyrics and read the lyrics. And I was like, oh, my God, this song is amazing. She just talks about how, like, I think how people have to come to be ready to be in a relationship in their own time, right? Like, you, there's so many times where people are like, well, you have to love yourself. But that's a process and that's hard. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't come easy. And it's a constant, like, everyday work right to be good enough for yourself and so you can't you can't one help what you feel and you can't push off love because you don't feel like you're worthy I guess in a way and like it's just such a I feel like a really empowering song and I think it's just kind of real and it's truth and it's set to like I think one of the best beats and it reminds me of like old songs where like at the end she kind of bursts into that like higher i don't know if it's an octave or whatever the fuck like a higher range and then like oh my god it's just it's the best song i think on her new album and i just it's it's like one of it's my favorite lizzo song that's one of my favorite songs probably ever yeah do y'all know the song yes Mm -hmm. okay i love the song cool yeah chris what is your song for this Uh, year my song for this year is lift me up by rihanna nice I think a lot of the song has to do with what it's associated with, mm-hmm. which is Wakanda Forever, Chadwick Boseman. And I talked about this on the last podcast as well. I really love that movie. I thought it was a great tribute. And one thing I didn't mention on that podcast was whoever was going to be a part of this new project, you have huge shoes to fill, right? Just because you have to honor the actor and you have to do a good job for the movie and then Kendrick Lamar did a really good job on the soundtrack last movie. Um, so you have really big shoes to fill. And I think this song that Rihanna did was definitely a great way to enc- encompass all of that, right? To honor the music, to honor Chadwick's legacy, to have a song about, you know, that guardian angel that is looking over you. And uh, I also related to, you know, our dear friend that we lost a couple months ago. And I think this song, you know, he meant a lot to us, right? So I feel like he is kind of this guardian angel that we were blessed to have. And when I think of this song, I definitely think of him as well, right? Just because of the impact that he had on our lives and, you know, all of the strength that came with his personality, Mm -hmm. right? So I think uh, when I heard that song, for the first time and then when i also saw it in black panther i'm like holy shit this is really heavy like i don't get moved by songs yeah but this one i'm like 
damn, like this one is really like powerful for this specific like two months. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I cry every time. Yeah, first time I heard it, I cried because it made me think of Greg uh, Cadence. And I did an episode a few weeks ago where we picked like our fav- favorite songs from the year in general. And that was my like my number one is is that song and um because of the personal attachment with cadence and then um of mute. course then the wakanda forever what mute mute oh good while i'm talking but yeah so wow. relating that song to a lot of different things mm-hmm. and then also knowing that she is going to be headlining the super bowl this year like okay like this is a really good song to oh, that's right um, that was a smart move make that and a part of your <laughs> your repertoire so yeah proceed (laughs) yeah um it'll be interesting to see who they get because i know there was a big boycott among hip-hop artists or rap artists but i think that's probably why i don't know like how far in advance they do recruit them yeah but uh so we'll see who else she has a massive following yeah she does that's a good starter um yeah and what is who is your artist music artist for the year my music artist for the year is Harry Styles. When I first started hearing his songs this year, I'm like, oh, like I know his songs, but I didn't know that they belonged to him. They're kind of just, you know, pretty popular on the radio. Um, and as I've listened more and more, there's a lot of songs that I really like off his soundtrack. <laughs> uh, my favorite probably right now is Late Night Talking uh, mm-hmm. from his soundtrack. You know, I think it just has a really good uh, groove. It has a good, you know, melody to it. And, and it's always interesting. You have that group and there's always one solo artist that you know makes it big uh justin timberlake beyonce camila cabello um okay listen <laughs> if you're here to talk <laughs> shit <laughs> i mean i guess um, she is right out of all of, of them of of that of fifth harmony she's the one to make it yeah big um of one direction sure, that is a fact <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't agree with it and in one direction I feel like there was a few of them that were like trying to make their own lane. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until this album, like, okay, the breakout artist is Harry Styles. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everybody else, like they're good, but they're not at his level. So it's really interesting to see who that breakout artist is from each group. It's like, okay, did the group hold them back? Or did he really need the group? You know, that's sort of goes through my head. So yeah, I would say my 2022 artist of the year is Harry Styles. That's a great one. I, I enjoy him a lot. Uh, I did not know he was in a group. I mean, not like right now that I didn't know, but um, before when I heard his stuff, I go, wow, this guy came out of nowhere. And then someone told me, no, he was in a group. And I said, what in the hell is that? When he said One Direction. <laughs> um, so yes, I, I agree. His, his, he's really great. Serena, who's your person? My person is Beyonce. Her Renaissance album. Shoot. Is dope. like I wow. <laughs> I just she's just so fucking talented. Like I just appreciate how I don't know, like she's that global minded. I don't even know. Like she just she just has she's such a masterful master masterful artist. Like she puts out like this amazing it's just like it's art in the photography she you know accompanied with the 
with the album it's art the way one song flows into the other like it the lyrics the symbolism the like the beats and the composition like everything about her I feel just seems to be getting better and I think that is so rare like I cannot think of another artist that is I mean just masterful like that like I just I yeah if it wasn't to be loved by Lizzo like she I would have picked a song off of Renaissance because it's amazing um and I just appreciate that she's celebrating like getting older and she's still like at the top of her very game and I hate that saying because I don't sport, but like, I don't know what else to say. Like, she's just so great. Um, Sport. (laughs) Yeah. So that's, that's my artist. Um, I don't know anybody on that level, anybody else, at least in my personal opinion. Yeah. She's pretty good. I'm sorry. (laughs) She, I, she, she, I, no, uh, it it is an amazing album. Um, yeah. Jeremy, I know you're not a fan of Beyonce. Do you yeah. have any thoughts? I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my God. I am a fan of Beyonce. It, her later stuff is okay for me, but I'm more I like. We're gonna have to stuff. explore that. Yeah. Yeah. You like I, I, yeah, I don't know. We did a... Don't get me wrong. Like I, I will fuck an old Beyonce song. Like I, I there's so many songs that like. Right? I just love and they're from so many different albums too like there's like just certain songs I think from each kind of album like a handful um but for the most part like I like so many of her older albums um like in their entirety mm-hmm. yeah but even the never mind we'll do a Beyonce episode Chris you could you could jump in that one too um if you if you need to fill in I'll fill in <laughs> Yeah, I love her. I, I love her. Austin Powers Gold Member. <laughs> Perfect. Seat filler one. Seat filler. <laughs> Should be number With two. Kelly Rowland. Um. Wow. Uh. <laughs> Jeremiah, who's your person? Um. The artist of the year would for me would go to Kendrick Lamar. He came out that album, and I was like, oh uh, my god, uh, oh my god, I just love him. Kendrick Lamar definitely for me. I remember when he first when he came out, and I was like, "What the?" I like I didn't, even, I wasn't even aware, mm-hmm. and I remember being like, "What? He got a new album out?" And so I checked out his album, and I was like, "Yes, there we go." <laughs> uh, I didn't know she would also turn off the video. I had to blow my nose, and I don't want y'all looking at me when I'm blowing. Oh, I my thought nose. you would lean that way. <laughs> I told you, I warned you in the beginning. No, you said, "Hey, we're gonna mute because I'm gonna do stuff." I didn't know the video would cut out. <laughs> so thank well, you, the Jeremiah. funny thing too is like the mic is like right here, so she could have just went. <laughs> you could have. You could have just went right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, and then be... that be our picture. This will be the picture for the, the episode. <laughs> um, I I agree with the. I still haven't heard his new album. Yeah, I'm same. so mad at myself because I love Kendrick. Uh-huh. This I know people like call us hipster and we're always like we're not hipster. We have a vinyl, we have a record player, uh, which is the, the most hipster sentence. And I, I make sure to buy his records, like his vinyl records, and we have most of them. Oh. And we haven't bought it. I don't I blame the baby. I think the baby is just sucked up 
energy and that and green space. Yeah, she's a terror. <laughs> yeah, so she has her... the vinyl under her pillow. She's like, hey, my parents can't have uh-huh. it. I'm like, I thought I bought it. Why is it not? <laughs> she's just been having it. She like, uh, she's listening to it through <laughs> yeah. osmosis. Uh, but yes, Kendrick, osmosis. Yeah, I'm excited to listen to that. My person is, and you you could tell me if this is allowed. <laughs> Bryce Lizzo. Bryce Le- <laughs> I hate you so much. Bryce Leatherwood is the person who won the voice, Jeremiah. Listen, I think he, he should was not the have... most simple, to be honest. Like, he was just... I did not you got what mind. you got. Like, there was nothing else about him. You could understand what he said. He had a decent, like, tone. He stuck to his road. Like, he didn't... He sang country and sang it well. Hence his road. Like, he stuck to it. He was his country roads. He was <laughs> not... Broadway. I feel like Omar was a little bit more like Broadway. Yeah. Uh, he was not indecipherable, like the one fool with the hair. Brayden. Bodie. No, Brayden. Like, Bodie, like Bodie was just different. Uh, different. And yes. I think that's not who votes. Yeah. It's the very straight, conservative, quiet. Country loving. Bryce Leatherwood. Bryce Leatherwood. <laughs> Even his name, like the most country name Leatherwood. on the planet. Do you know his middle name is Barbecue? What? No, um. <laughs> Sorry, that was a tangent. Bryce Barbecue Leatherwood. I'm still bitter about that. I'm really mad. Jeremiah, can we watch next season together? Yeah, Chance the Rapper is a boycott. Boycott until they do. No, something. Chance the Rapper is going to be on it. I know. We can't boycott. So it's Kelly Clarkson, and I like Kelly Clarkson. I love Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Uh, She's fun on there. My person is not Kelly Clarkson. It is Lizzo. uh, Lizzo. I can pick her because no one's picked her individually, and it's my podcast. Uh, We have... have, (laughs) No. We have her album. I love To Be Loved, and if if the corn song did not come out, it would be To Be Loved. Our son dances the shit out of that song. He loves it. He always asks for it. That and the album also has About Damn Time, which is also really great um, as a song. And I was thinking, like, are those two songs enough for me to pick her as my person for the whole year? Uh, Beyonce was my my other choice. And when we were listening to the album, uh, Lizzo's album this morning, and I was listening to the lyrics a lot. And and it's, it's just so positive. And it's just very believe in yourself. You are beautiful. If no one has told you that lately, you are a beautiful person. I know you're doing your best, like just real positive shit. And I'm, I'm happy our kids get to hear it. Um, Mm -hmm. I, if you ask our son, like whose favorite singer is, he's at that age now where he's starting to put together like favorites. And so he'll say Lizzo is his favorite Dua Lipa was last year, right? Cause of her album, but, or a couple of years ago, but this year it's been he's been asking for a lot of Lizzo. Yeah. Um we even gave him the poster that the vinyl came with because we <laughs> oh, yeah. like put in his room. Yeah. And so uh-huh. I I think that's really great. And then also what she stands for. She won the People's Choice Awards, uh mm-hmm. like icon. icon yeah. And yeah. I don't know if you saw it, but she brought out activists because she's like, Let me bring out people who actually do stuff. And she brought out all these activists from different groups. Uh, women-led organizations and she went one by one naming the person the organization and what they do um and it was a very diverse group mm-hmm. and um it was it was beautiful so she's she's not just putting out records she's doing stuff with with her platform and so um 
I thought that was amazing. Also, yeah. she's hilarious. Like, have you she's also seen really funny. Her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do like how you know you can appreciate a, an artist for their music capabilities, but it's yeah. very rare to find an artist that you can you know appreciate for their genuine person, right? Mm-hmm. And she's definitely one of those artists where like, okay, you're actually like really decent. <laughs> yeah, and like you're not an asshole to anybody, and like obviously we can appreciate all these other artists for their really good mu- music talent. Right. And, yeah. uh, and Lizzo has that as well, but she's also, you know, exactly what you said of like, Hey, stay true to who you are and, and like be proud of that. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh, I was hoping I wouldn't go first for TV show, but here we go. Uh, Cause <laughs> I have three shows and I, I really can't decide, but I, I guess I'll pick the one season six of this is us uh, was this year. And oh, I don't know. Scared if... me. Okay. <laughs> um, God. I don't know if y'all watch This Is Us, but it's like Amazing. every other episode or every fifteen minutes, tears. Yeah. Like it. It's a beautiful show in general. The last season. Very it, well planned. Yeah, it's it's always hard with the last season of a show because you have to fit uh finish everything and tie it up all the storylines as many as you can. Um, and I hear a lot of complaints one last year with uh Shmame of Shmones. Um, yeah. you know, people were mad at that, but I, uh, I, I really loved how they ended this, this show, um, where the characters ended up and yeah, it was just beautiful. Just telling these stories and it's definitely a show I want to show to our kids when, um, they get old enough i don't want to show them too young and they don't appreciate it so we've got to figure that out but um i i highly recommend just the series in general um because i, I think they do a really great last season also to to fix everything up jeremiah what is your show since i almost scared you <laughs> i know it's because you said season six and i was like oh fuck you oh my god <laughs> um <laughs> Is that a show? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not. No. no, he's gonna say season six of a show. Oh, it is. It, it is season six. Um, of it's the whole show to me. I love it. It had me in tears. Um, it's Big Mouth. I don't oh, know if cool. you've seen it. It's on Netflix. I haven't seen. It. I think you would love it. I. It's a. It's a comedy. It has Maya Rudolph. It has. Oh, I love Maya Rudolph. Uh, who else is in it, baby? Nick Crow, John Mulaney. It's like there's a there, and it's and the throughout comedians. the seasons, yeah, it has so many different. It even has people who are comedians, and I was just like, huh, that's interesting. Uh, Kiki Palmer's, she, <gasps> I love her. she's in it. Oh, so so basically, this show revolves around these kids. They're like middle school. They go through puberty, <laughs> and so they have these hormone monsters <laughs> and it's oh so it's it is so good it's it's hilarious and there's this gay character in there and i fucking love him <laughs> but you have to you have to see it it's there's so I many good actors really, really, in it like yeah at the there's times where i was just like what the fuck is happening <laughs> it's so it's so good though it's so good i can't believe you guys haven't seen it you know my tv list i know i know it's, he, which means it's also you... my tv list for the most part 
Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. Dad, you haven't seen it? Nope. Wow. You know my TV watchy, watching uh, <laughs> uh, abilities the past few months. Right, I know. <laughs> oh, no. All right. So limited. Serena, Con- what is... Couldn't see for the first half of 2022. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Um, yes. Well, Your TV show. My TV show is Only Murders in the Building. That's on Hulu. And it's with Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. I'm not really like the crime drama type of person. Um, but it's so charming and like really well written and it's funny. And I think I have a soft spot for I was telling Michael, like I have a soft spot for Martin Short and Steve Martin because like my parents like them. And I don't know if you know who they are, but they're like older, much older comedians. <laughs> and um, yeah. to be paired with uh, Selena Gomez, and I'm not a super big fan of Selena Gomez either, but their chemistry and their dynamic um, and the way they bring like humanity to their characters is just, it's so fun and it's heartwarming and it is really good like they write well so it's like it keeps you guessing and it keeps you hooked and and the cast is really diverse so like it's those three right but the cast is really diverse so they keep selena gomez um latina or latina whatever pronouns are i don't know which i think is really important because i find if you're white passing like a lot of times at least in previous shows like you would default into like a white character but they kept her latina and her backstory which i really appreciated they have an actor who is deaf um in real life and so they do asl and they incorporate that really well into the show and it's not tokenized um they have yeah they have lgbtq plus characters they have a lot of older characters they have some newer characters they have moms and they have like like culturally diverse and um and ethnically diverse and it's just such a a a really fun show to watch and i am surprised that i like it but i really do i love that show i think it's it's one of the best shows that i've seen in a long time cool i don't know what else to say about that (laughs) but yeah i've heard really good you know reviews of it it's on my to watch later list (laughs) yeah I was I, watching. Uh, I was watching it, and I did. I liked it too. Oh yeah! Did you finish? Yeah, I haven't finished it yet. Okay, I just finished um, season two. It's really fun. It's really good. I hope you continue watching it, and then we can talk about it because it's fun. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. <laughs> and Bryce Litherwood. All right, Chris, what is your show? Well, it's not The Voice. It's not uh, darn good. <laughs> My show for 2022 is Stranger Things. I just got on it um, this year, so I binged everything. I'm mad that I didn't start it sooner because this show is like everything that I enjoy. It's science fiction. It's nerd culture, but it's also Uh pop culture because they reference a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's like nerd culture, but it's pop culture. And there's a lot of, you know, superhero references, which, you know, you guys know me. I love superheroes. I love on the sort of science fiction and action adventure type of movies. So this was a really fun TV show for me to watch. I had no problems binging it the entire duration that I did. I loved it so much that I bought 
tickets to go to like one of those experience things here in LA oh, where cool. they have like a convention, you know, rented out and you get to see like the monsters and get specialty food and specialty drinks. That's um, cool. And you get to go around like a maze sort of thing. And so I'm super excited for it. Um, I was actually supposed to go yesterday, but then we had some cancellation. So I have it mm-hmm. planned for a later date. I don't usually get that excited about non-Disney productions. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. We are, we're not caught up because of this TV list. Mm-hmm. We are just, on season three. It's a, it's a good system. We just don't have time <laughs> just, to yeah. implement the system. No, seriously, we don't. We don't have time. And I love the character Dustin. I feel like he is hilarious. Oh, Dustin. And he is by far my favorite of the series. Yeah. It's, it's weird because I'll see the stuff, the ads for it, but we're not caught up. So I'm seeing mm. them older, obviously, because yeah. the actors also grow up. But um, I'm very Puberty excited. hit them like a fucking truck. Yeah. So does the show... It does. It's weird. Does the show <laughs> catch up to them? Or are they trying to say that they're younger than they look? No, the show stays they... with them. Yeah. Okay. So whatever, however old they are, that's kind of where... About like, where, like when, when they when they started the show, the kid, the four kids were like in seventh, eighth grade ish, mm-hmm. and then now when they're starting season five, the final season, they're going to be like sophomores in high school. Okay, okay, Stranger Things. Chris, what is your movie? I know we just did this yesterday. Yeah, well, but uh, I, uh, the new you know update was it's Avatar. Oh yes, I watched uh, Way of Water yesterday with my cousins and my dad um, after we did the movie breakdown of 2022 and I thought it was amazing. 13 years since the last one came out, we're expecting a lot of big things. And I think it delivered minus how James Cameron is as like a personal, uh, as a person, cause I've heard stories, but as he is, as a director, he was great. You know, he was really wanted to bring the image of Pandora and the other places that you can s- explore literally and metaphorically to life and so i thought he did a really good job i think that 13 years is a long time but knowing that they have two three four five within the next seven years it makes up for it even though it was a three hour and 12 minute movie it didn't feel that long at all it felt kind of like two hours and i'm like wow like you've kept you've captivated me the entire time and that's really difficult to do in you know these type of movies just because there's probably like 20 minutes where they lose you and no one cares about what's going on. And it's kind of like the subtle bathroom break for everybody, but it's like, no, Uh I'll hold it. It's fine. Like, you know, just keep going. I never saw a moment where it's like, okay, this is dull. Let me run out real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's really hard to do, especially with the three hour movie. Nice. So that was my movie of the year. I have not seen the first one. Mm -hmm. Um, I got yelled at by our brother, Austin Cherry Holmes. And uh, he beat me up. He beat me up. Uh, and it hurt a lot. I'm Wait, not... why did he yell at you? For not seeing? For not. You haven't seen the first one? Yeah, no. Yeah, I haven't seen the first one. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, yeah, there he is. I mean. He's here. But... To, to, to your credit, it, it's a dedication, right? Because it's the first one was not short. It's pretty long. So you have to dedicate some time to, to watch it. <laughs> Well, most of his movies are long too. Yeah, yeah. Like when I think about a lot of his movies, Titanic, Terminator, they are. They're you like are long. in for the night. Yeah, you, for the day. You are yes. 
I need uh, two buckets of popcorn. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna watch the second one and then the first one. There you go. Okay, please there do. Perfect. But they All don't right. build on one another, do they? Like, it's not necessary to watch the first one. It's not necessary, but there is Good like foundation. one plot point oh. in the first one that you would need to understand for the second one. Mm. But that doesn't mean you necessarily need to watch it. You kind of just need to know who goes where and does what. I'm sure one day I will see this and I will text you. I saw the first one and I don't remember it. It wasn't. No, I did. Did I fall asleep? I wasn't it? with you. That's true. Um... <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that's one with Shia LaBeouf, right? And Megan Fox. Oh, I did fall asleep in Transformers. Okay, so she knows that one. All right. <laughs> um, Serena, what was your movie? Oh, it's hard. I think that I wow. Okay. should Wow, God. <laughs> pick whatever you want to pick. I, I know. Hold on. I would like Probably. to make the case to pick. Make the yeah. case. <laughs> I can on. start Avatar 2 right now and you'll finish and I'll finish by the time she starts alright I've narrowed it down I'm torn between two movies okay we're going to talk about honorable well, mentions probably three movies oh okay well then <laughs> I, I pick uh, I pick nope okay so good I mean uh, there were I was like shitting a brick and right and it was like nothing that was gory it was not like i mean yeah there was but like there was nothing that was like in your face like scary Mm -hmm. it was just trippy as shit it was just really well written and it was gorgeous like it was amazing to like aesthetically just to look at it was just beautiful um i loved kiki palmer i think she is just like one of the funniest actors I love her relationship with her brother, whose name escapes me now. I don't know how the fuck Daniel Kaluuya. Oh yeah, how do I ever forget that? Um, I think he mm-hmm. is the shit. There were so many times where I was like, nope. Like I was yeah. literally saying nope. <laughs> and I think it was right? the perfect title. And uh-huh. like, right. <laughs> yeah, like nope, nope. It was so good. I just, I really love their. I love the story. I love everything about that movie. I just, I think the guy. Daniel Kaluuya? No, the writer. Jordan Peele? Jordan Peele. I think he's so talented. Bryce Leatherwood. I I just, I think he's so talented. And that was my favorite movie. I'd have to call. Okay. Well, here we go. I really love the name. I was like, no, no. (laughs) I love that he titled. The name of the movie, Nope. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was like, well, because like when you think about it and like you like the whole story, you're just like, it's like out there and you're just like, nope. And it, yeah. and, it, and you get this simple ass name, Nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's also not when like... he does it. Yeah. It's what? He's like, yeah. When, when he does it, it's like, you're just like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> But it's also, okay. it doesn't give anything away. Like, it, it's clearly so perfectly about, like, a like a thriller horror movie. But, like, it's not, I don't know. Like, I just, I feel like it is mm-hmm. the perfect 
title of like an utterance mm-hmm. that you were saying throughout the fucking movie. You're just like, no, <laughs> no. Chris, please I'll see this you. movie. <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen it? I have not. I apologize. How do I do this? I'm when taking I, your black card. <laughs> when I did the podcast yesterday, I said I've only watched 10 movies. <laughs> oh, that's right. He did. He ranked top 10 movies yeah. of 2022. And now you have 11. <laughs> now you have 11. Yes. Which so barbarian went down. <laughs> um, oh my god, I forgot to text you. Javi saw Barbarian and he defended it. <laughs> but you are you had already gotten off the episode. Yeah. And his words were if you can get past the big the if you can get past the giant incest baby, the movie is good. <laughs> and I said what a hard thing to get past. Uh, so I, I can it. agree with, I can agree with that statement in itself but i can't agree oh, with actually being okay with giant incest what baby barbarian? I don't, yeah I and know. i don't think he's okay with it. he's just like <laughs> if you could just push it to the side and i was like i, I haven't seen it i i want to just because both of you have canceled each other out jeremiah have you seen this movie oh it's i have important. you haven't seen it i have it's on my list but then dynasty talked about it's- it and I thought, okay, I'm good without it. And then Javi talked about it, and I thought, okay, somewhere in the middle is I might. It's a like it. Well, okay, I'll I'll tell you this. First of all, I I, I like Justin Long. I like him, and mm-hmm. he plays in those horror movies where it's like, you know what? That's pretty good. And and this one, I like it. It, it wasn't a simple horror movie. Uh huh. It wasn't a basic one where it's just like underrated where it was just like oh god this was just completely crap there were parts in it where i said i wish they would have gave more information mm. but i i, I like the storyline i like where it went okay do you want to watch this i'm with gonna me? choose no okay i'll watch it <laughs> and then said, nope i'll combine all of our answers nope right okay nope that's a good choice jeremiah what was your your movie this year Oh, bullet train. It was, I haven't seen a movie where you have so many actors and actresses in it. And to the point where I was like, okay, this was actually really good. And that movie, I was like, oh my God, that was like, it was perfect. It had the comedic moments. It had little sad parts. It had everything. And then when I think of Brad Pitt, I'm like, okay, Brad Pitt's okay. You know what I mean? But like in that movie, I was like, his character was so likable. Yeah. We're like 30 minutes in? We we started it today. Yeah. 20 or 30 minutes in. But that's with our daughter crawling around, shoving things in her mouth. So <laughs> from the parts I, I saw, I really enjoyed. Yeah. It reminded us a, a lot of Lockstock. Two smoking barrels, snatch, snatch, uh, smoking aces. That big cast and just Rapid crazy, banter, yeah, like crazy things happening. Uh, Guy Ritchie movies, mm-hmm. yeah. I look forward to finishing it. Mm-hmm. Maybe even going back ten minutes so I could appreciate. Or restarting. Or restarting. We'll restart it. Um, and I have not seen that one either. <laughs> oh, damn it. And, and uh, to uh, comment on Serena's thing, um, I told Michael this yesterday, but at Universal Studios, you know how you go on the tram and you see all the things they have a part in there that's from nope so it takes you like a little behind the scenes of you know <gasps> that's some of it. cool so God, you guys can come to now. cali 
And then we could do that and take it to Harry Potter World. Yeah. Boom. Yes. Boom. Please. Wait, Harry Potter World's in Cali now? Yeah, there's it's like a smaller there. version. Yeah, Universal It's Studios. really small. The but big it's, one it's, is it's in there. Florida. Oh, the big one's in Florida. Oh, okay. And they have okay. two parks. Yeah. Got it. Everything's big in Florida. <laughs> but I'm thing. in Cali. That's so. so Cali, we will go. <laughs> Cali, we will go. Um, Arizona, I'll go. <laughs> oh, God. Movie, I'm really happy right now. Serena helped me make this decision because I was like, I don't have a really strong pick because we did the top 10 yesterday on an episode. So I was like, I don't want to pick one of those because we just talked about it for like two hours. So I wanted to pick a movie that's like number 11. Uh, we watched a movie yesterday that if I had seen it and we recorded, it would be, it's my number four. Oh man, how did I forget? I don't know how you forgot that. I was crossing my fingers hoping you would not pick it and you didn't so here i go the woman king i can i go back no you cannot <laughs> nope is a great choice i agree okay um, can i go back nope <laughs> nope there you go look at your choice i wrote it down nope only murders in the building uh, i'm surprised this wasn't on the list from yesterday yeah so i hadn't seen it before we recorded we saw it that afternoon and it's my it wasn't num- on the list. I was focused on the list. Damn. It's on there. No. Or maybe I sent you that. Okay. On purpose. Um <gasps> no, it was before. Can I talk about the woman king? Yeah. Uh, nope. <laughs> it's nope. Um it's phenomenal. It's my number four now favorite. So it knocks down all the other movies so- I was talking about. Viola Davis was incredible. It's this amazing story about these. Uh, warriors, these women of this tribe in Africa. And I love reading the behind stuff, like how much of it was true. What did they have to create to make it a a movie uh, sort of thing? The fight scenes were incredible. The story was really great with, you know, they're really struggling with selling Africans to, to Europeans. And they're sort of at a crossroads with, you know, should we keep doing that because we get money for it? but also we're selling our own people for this and then the tribes and it's just such an epic movie and they we watched the extras because we got on Redbox, the blu-ray and so it comes with the extras so what they went through with putting it together with the costumes they really researched all that stuff um the fighting style how they spoke the dances they did in the movie it was incredible i mean and every single actor too um not just viola davis she's just i, I guess the biggest name and and unfortunately i'm, I'm blanking on the LaShonda. other actors lashonda lynch LaShonda Bryce lynch. leatherwood bryce leatherwood um how dare you <laughs> the agoji are gonna come to your house and and it, it's a super interesting that you know, this came out the oh. same year Wakanda Forever came out. What? I saw the picture. Oh. Oh, um, I didn't show you the picture. It's my dough behind you. Oh, wow. <laughs> but this came out the same year as Wakanda Forever, which is this fictional world, Wakanda. Mm-hmm. They also have uh, strong warrior women and versus this movie, The Woman King. It's a beautiful movie. They give such great backstories to a few of the more main characters yeah. Uh, so where it's not just fighting and it's cool and they're badass. Like there's there's a vulnerability to the to the warriors as well. And so after that, I was like, that would have been uh, number four on my that list. That was my plan number one, and I was 
I got nervous and I looked at the list and it wasn't on the list. And so I failed. So I apologize to women everywhere. Say it louder into the mic. Apologize to women everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Women. I apologize. Women. I haven't seen it, but I've heard so many um, different views mm-hmm. about it. Um, like, you know, the, uh, the we heard the good ones and then um, I've heard the the ones that um, are against it because they're like, you're glorifying the them selling uh, their own people as slaves. Mm-hmm. And so I haven't seen it. And so I was just like, okay. Well, that's the same thing that? you say about that's anything. That's also not accurate. Not, that's not accurate with the movie. Because they were like, yeah, people are. we should stop People need slaves. to stop fucking yeah. talking them because they or, got that wrong. Yeah. So the king before, wait, this spoilers? Is this a spoiler? Do you have to uh, no, say, hey, spoilers? I mean, you can. You can announce it. It's not really... I know there is a part the story, of, like, yes, it? There, there is a history of Africans selling their people as slaves. And I think, though, what you see, and is really well depicted in the movie, is that stark kind of cultural difference of how this African tribe reveres their women and celebrates them and lifts them up versus how women are treated in some of the one other tribes that now have a profit off of slavery because of the colonization that has tainted you know the continent right and so you see Mm -hmm. like the closer associated they are to europeans then their views start to shift and i think what this movie does really really well is it creates that really stark difference of like this leadership is choosing not to do that. They're choosing not to sell their own people because they don't feel that it's right. They it, It's dehumanizing and they do not support that. And so the story is really amazing. I think a part of what's hard is absolutely colonizers <laughs> profited off of slavery, but there is that other history that we don't know about you know, Africans selling their own people. And it's explored a little bit in this movie, but that's not the point of the movie. And so to make that that point, whoever said whatever they said is really unfair. And I think misleading because they really did honor, they really do an amazing job of honoring the tribe of the women of the specific tribe. But I'm sure like it resonates to like so many others in Africa in real life mm-hmm. yeah. that's all I wanted to say so yeah watch it is what we're saying you have to watch it it's so good I know because um Lupita was supposed to be in it oh conflicting oh. maybe with Wakanda forever I don't know I remember she was supposed to be in it but then she um I guess backed out yeah of the project but oh, that's what I was wondering too was yeah. it was it conflicting with Wakanda because yeah. Uh, yeah I heard that's why Daniel Kaluuya wasn't in Wakanda Forever was because he was doing Nope, um, mm-hmm. which makes sense. That's my. That does make sense. That is <laughs> wow. That's the list. Do y'all have honorable mentions, Chris? You learned about this tw- uh, twenty minutes before. Do you have? Yeah, my anybody? honorable mention would be under the TV show, uh, okay. the series category. Oh, honorable mention okay. goes to Moon Knight. Oh, nice. Yeah. I thought it did a great job of showcasing 
showcasing um, mental disorders and DID in a way that's not too humorous, despite it being in a science fiction media. There's not a lot of projects that give appropriate light to DID. And I felt like this is the first one to really do it justice. And I, you know, the people that I were talking to you about, Michael, uh, New Rockstars, uh, Mm -hmm. they're saying, which is a YouTube channel that does a lot of pop culture breakdowns and explanations. And they were kind of explaining how it's not different personalities that are called alters, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, what he has to to go through. And I thought like, okay, like one, super interesting to learn professionally and, you know, personally, right? And I'm glad that there is an appropriate media that is using this platform to showcase it in the best way possible. And that's without all of the Marvel stuff added onto it. You know, the uh, the fight scenes, the continuity, the timelines, the thought of Egyptian afterlife. I thought it was all really well organized, really well planned out. So that definitely gets an honorable mention. That's cool. Serena, Jeremiah? No. All right. Uh, no. I had. Um, I don't think so. I can't. Not that I can think of. Oh wait. I had the Rob Elementary shooting. Oh. Yeah. Which in May, and that as a as a human, but also as like a parent and a teacher, I can't even. And then school shooting is is shitty enough, but to hear that the police took so long. Yeah, all the fuck-ups. All the fuck-ups that fed into it. And to see the the videos of parents, you know, trying to get through police. And you could hear, like, little babies screaming. And I uh, trying to, you know, I imagine with, like, our kids, I would would rip the world in half. And I I can't imagine the pain those parents uh, feel, that town have to listen to their kids be shot and and almost feeling helpless and being forced to feel helpless uh i remember and we've still done nothing about it no not really um i think it was like 90 minutes or something that it took uh but yeah so that that was one of my news stories and then on a a lighter note uh elon musk bought twitter Uh, Uh, two honorable mentions so one was um mauna loa the volcano in hawaii erupted after nearly 40 years which i thought was amazing because i remember like when i was little watching a reading rainbow episode where lavar burton went to hawaii and he was on mount kilauea and so he like talk he's talking about it. and then i found that episode in the library and showed it to our son and so he was really because he loves volcanoes and lava monsters specifically yeah. <laughs> but um <laughs> but i was showing it to you know him and it just i don't know it's always like astounding how much being alive and this is gonna sound so stupid but like being alive and like living on this planet like that's such a a remarkable thing to live through like the power of the earth like it's just it's amazing to me the other honorable mention was a movie you know because my choice of the woman king is such a great choice um but the honorable mention i had was 
uh, Luckiest Girl Alive. And there was so much discussion oh, online yeah. about, or on the internet, about whether it showcased too much or whether, you know, it showcased a little. What I think the movie did really, really well was it was honest. And I think that scared a lot of people. I think it's a conversation that we're still not having. There's still a lot of, and it's kind of just like culturally ingrained where it's like, almost anti-women or it's always the women's fault and it's always the like right and so there was this like huge discussion about that and then on top of that I think it did a really good job of like Mila Kunis did a really good job of embodying that character so much that like she took any little thing kind of took her back to that brain pathway of the trauma and like everything could look again you have this cultivated personality and and kind of persona that you present to the world but there's so much happening underneath and like it's you know I just I really appreciated the honesty and the bluntness and like the rawness in your face like it was heartbreaking and it was unfortunately like uh, you know connected and, and I'm sure it did for so many people which is why there was such a huge discussion and so much probably fear around the movie so that's my honorable mention yeah but I still put a great choice of the woman king no one that never thing. happened we well, know probably I can't believe I failed speaking of that I this new story and then uh-huh. it just made me think of the other one the other one was um Russia invading Ukraine yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. God damn. That was one of the big ones where I was like, "What's happening, world?" Again, depressing. Like so depressing. I My think God. the right. the volcano. Even though it's kind of scary, it was still like happy for me in a way. <laughs> I had like a depressing one, and then I had like it a happy goes one. boom, <laughs> boom colors. Yay! Yay! The burning. Yay! Um, I think the thing with Serena is that like freaks me out. The volcano is. There's so much of the world that we haven't explored yet or yep. don't know shit about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this volcano erupted out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, who's to say something similar nature doesn't happen? Yeah. <laughs> right. Somewhere, somewhere here. <laughs> yeah. That's San Andreas' fault. You said it's Janet Jackson's fault? Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's going. <laughs> Boom. Boom. <laughs> Colors. Uh, I loved Miss Marvel season one. That was on my oh, choice. Yeah. And my other TV show was This Fool. Oh, uh, it's on Hulu. It's so fucking good. funny. It's so good. Um, it's like all my family. I'm I, just kidding. It's you not. can say it. I can't say it. So I'm hoping <laughs> you do describe it a little. Like right in front of our eyes. There we go. Um, but it's, a, it's about this... Um, gang reform group in LA uh the cousin comes out of prison he finished his time and so um it is very very funny I just laughed and giggled the whole time I'm sure there's a deeper philosophical message in there maybe but I I we only watched it once so maybe we could watch it again but um I I went to school with predominantly uh Hispanic population so I was very familiar i was like yeah we did that or yeah i was around kids who did this um and it was just it was very fun yeah thank you all for doing this that was unless anyone else has anything we could stay on and talk shit and like i could stop recording or we could just all go night night um y'all are the parents and y'all the ones that gotta wake up early tomorrow 
There's like a legit. You literally work tomorrow. There's gunshots. No, right? but there's like gunshots, like in front of our nope. house. Nope. Yeah. No, like right now. <laughs> I can't God. believe you can hear them. Like, I, I, it's been. This I can is like hear the something round, but I don't know like, if it's like us moving happening. around. Or not. I don't mm-hmm. know what's happening. Maybe I'll call that Firecrackers. No. Mm-hmm. Or is it actual usually, like gunshots? No, it's it's gunshots. We don't usually call nine one one. Yeah, that doesn't really help. I'm Plus, sorry. other people, the <laughs> more privileged people, let's say, will definitely be calling nine one one. We don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Kyle, that's fair. Come on, that's dude. fair. We were yeah, watching. He left some fresh prints. He left some on his okay. face. Nice. That was nice. How long have you been waiting to say that? Have you been saying that? Since March 27th. <laughs> <laughs>